This is the Data Tech 11 podcast. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode three. Super excited to keep on going with this thing. I wanted to talk about analog telephones in your home, uh, aka landlines. So landlines are a thing kind of of the past, yet a lot of people think they still need them in a world where pretty much almost everyone has cell phones. And I get that the idea behind that is, okay, well, what if something happens? I'll have a backup phone. But the reality is, is that most people that have high-speed internet provided by a cable provider have it bundled together to where the phone is actually connected to the cable TV service. And even though that it is up most of the time, you know, 90% 90 of the time, it's one of those things where it's just not always, I guess the best way to put it is that your internet isn't always up. You know, sometimes the internet goes down, there's a storm or whatever. And in the old days, you know, back when there were landlines, you know, it was one of those things where, you know, if the internet went down or something happened or your power went out even, you could still use your phone. That's not the case anymore if you have a phone that's connected to cable TV. So if you've got a bundled package with a cable internet service provider, when your internet goes out, so does your phone. And so what happens is, is now you have no internet, so you can't use any of social media like Facebook messaging or anything else like that. And, you know, you're, and so you, now you're relying on the data of your cell phone. Um, and if you're in an area where you only have a couple of bars, that may be an issue to be able to make like a, you know, like a Facebook, you know, call. So, but at the, still yet, you are able to at least use your cell phone. And I think in those cases, what's important to understand is that once the cable internet goes out, your landline phone goes out too. And when that happens, there's a sense of urgency and you're like, oh no, I've got to scramble around. And really all that, what I would recommend is, is actually just dropping that line, that analog line, and actually just getting another cell, a second cell phone line. Uh, because then, you know, it's about the same price, about $20 a month, give or take. Uh, depending on your carrier and all that. But then when the internet goes out and you're by yourself and let's say, you know, your husband or wife is at work and you don't have a land phone and your internet is out, maybe nobody can get to you. And so now you have a situation where you have their cell phone and you can still have internet because you can turn your hotspot on on your phone and then any other wireless devices like your laptop or tablet, you would then be able to uh, to get to the internet at least temporarily, and um, so that's important. And 
it was just one of those things that was on my mind and thinking about, you know, analog phones, really, unless you're hooked up to old school, traditional telephone company landlines. And even at that, you're, you know, you're just kind of stopped at just the, the phone line itself. But that it that is really the only kind of line that I, I, I could kind of see some use for. But still, it's so antiquated and you know, cell phones are up like 99% of the time. Their stuff has to be up because they're implemented in, you know, even mobile, like in big cities, they're implemented in even mobile situations, um, you know, Lyft drivers use them. So they're just, and they're on buses and trains and transit and everything else like that. So it's just not going to happen to where the cell phone companies are going to be down for any length of time. And I understand that even the cable providers get you up relatively quick. Although I have known times to be down, you know, even two hours. And so, yeah, I just think that analog telephones are really just not something. If you trust my opinion on data, I've been in the telephony world for a long time and there's just not a real good solid use for, an analog phone, maybe a backup in a business solution where there's a ton of uh, emphasis around the particular telephone number. But I still say you can really just spend about the same amount of money. And if you need that other line, just go to a second cell phone. Um, and, and then it's the same price. And it's just one of those things I think that everyone is kind of holding on to the past, you know, and it's not, it's something that I would like to change in the sense that the past is wonderful. I mean, there's so many great things about the past and about the things that happened before the internet, before the internet. Yeah. So before the internet, a lot of things, but at the same time, were they really, cause you know, you look back at some of the songs that were being you know, around in the 80s and even the 70s and even before that. For example, American Bandstand, Staple, Dick Clark. But now it's American Idol with Ryan Seacrest. And it's like, it's really the same thing. It's just updated. And we always adapt to what's in the now. And it's not really any different. I think that people when a whole lot of change comes real quick, they kind of panic. Um, but I'm one of those people that just kind of embrace the technology because I'm in that field, but I'm here to tell you not to be afraid of it because obviously the younger generation who grew up with it, there's nothing to be afraid of because they don't understand what it was like at all to be without the internet. So they can never understand or know what it was like to be without the internet. It just is not part of their life. And so that's one of the things that I think about a lot because there's so much out there about, I guess my biggest problem with it is this one sentence, this one sentence, everybody. And that sentence is these kids today. That particular sentence is just doesn't, I just don't feel like that leads to good places. Uh, I, I just think that there's 
needs to be a little bit open-mindedness and kindness towards the children. And at the same time, we want our children to love us, respect us, and look up to us. And um, I, I just think that that particular sentence and then whatever follows it um, is doesn't lead to good places. And the reality is, is that they can't help it if they were born in 2003 or anything else. And so I just wanted to bring that point up because anybody that was born from the year, let's say 1998 and beyond, they can't help the fact that the internet already was here when they were born and they can never know what it was like because they've never lived it. And so it's just impossible for them to understand. And if you want to try to show them things from the past then it needs to be our obligation and our responsibility to show them those things because they aren't going to see the need in it unless we show them that. And I, I thought of it, you know, sometimes when you can't, you can't talk to somebody directly, I thought of a really neat way to do that. And that's to actually just record yourself doing the activity. And then maybe you can turn it on like YouTube or Facebook and you can, and they can see you doing the activity and then it would maybe carry some more weight, whatever that activity is. And just try to, that would be maybe bridge the gap between, you know, the older generation who still has, you know, a lot, they're clinging to the past a lot because of, they don't understand the now and let alone the future. And it's not, I'm not saying anything bad. It's just that, I would love to see more younger people interacting with the older generation and vice versa. I would see, like to see more of the older generation interacting with the younger because I think there's a lot of things to learn uh, from both sides. And that's what I think. Let me know what you think. Have a good day.